So, unfiltered, of course. He's gonna say whatever the fuck he wants. Right? Chris? So we're gonna start with the topic of flaky friends. So, look up the definition of flaky in the Urban Dictionary. It has to be the Urban Dictionary. It's the only real source of vocabulary that we use in Newburgh. Flaky. Yep. Here we go. Flaky. Unreliable person. <laughs> A procrastinator. A careless or lazy person. Dishonest and doesn't keep to their word. They tell, they'll tell you they're going to do one thing and never do it. They'll tell you that they'll meet you somewhere, show up an hour late, or don't show up at all. Also spelled flaky with an EY, but flake with an E in the middle. An example She told me she would send her pictures, but it's been a few months. She hasn't sent me shit. <laughs> She's flaky as hell. Flaky. So, so the <laughs> flaky people, I guess, can go <laughs> digital <laughs> for the millennials out there listening with your fucking phone calls. So, my definition of flaky is leaving somebody on red. That shit is fucking bullshit. And we all know what it's like to be left on red. Especially... Lately. <laughs> In light of Valentine's Day. In light of Valentine's Day. By the way, fuck Valentine's Day. Let me tell you about my story about Valentine's Day. So I decided to get a girl flowers. And, and not sign the card. Thinking it was sweet and mysterious. That shit backfired real quick. Turns out that her, her, her ex-boyfriend would sign the card with a smiley face as I did unknowingly and she thought it was from him and lost her shit so two days go by without knowing if she got the fucking flowers in the first place turns out she did and she didn't know they were for me so I felt like a fucking asshole, of course, and I was embarrassed, and now we're here. So, that's a true definition of fucking flaky. Flaky? I have ever heard. So this <laughs> flaky is, is being left on red, or being left unnoticed, or unacknowledged, I guess. So I would take it that way. Flaky. Flaky. Forgotten. <laughs> Not a thought in the person's mind. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> what do you think? I'm trying to think of the proper word. Leading someone on, actually. Leading, yeah, leading someone on. It. No, but leading somebody but on. Not acting on it after. No, but leading somebody on would require the person to be involved in an action with you, giving you false hope. So they're actually. Not flaky, they're actually there, but they're just giving you, I guess, the wrong impression Impression. where you think something's going a certain way, but it's What not. if it's willful? Like, what if they know what they're doing? It is! Doing leading on is willful. I think leading on is willful. They're leading on to the, what the willful part of that, like, they were going to deliver on something, and then they say, you know, nah. I'm not gonna fucking yeah, but that's acknowledged. That's you're you're being acknowledged by that because you said it's willful. So you're being acknowledged by the action, whether it's shitty or not on their behalf. They're not just fucking forgetting about you or not even, you know, thinking about you in any way. Whereas leading somebody on, they're acknowledging your presence. They're following on actions to get what they want, regardless of how you feel or how you're gonna feel about it. And us, as guys, are dumbasses, so we fucking <laughs> go along for the ride like fucking idiots. Too dead. I think. We, we have perfect examples of like that. Like taking gifts. Like taking gifts. Christmas. Like coming, <laughs> like coming over 
and fucking hanging out and just being there and then just fucking bouncing because you feel guilty about some shit. Absolutely. Or, you know. Contacting them on a daily basis. Yeah, you know, contact them when you have a fucking man or a woman or whatever. That's fucking leading on. That's not, that's not necessarily flaky. Flaky. The word of the day is flaky. So I think people are just, you know, for somebody to be on their phone 24-7 and just leave you on red, you know, with the amount of time that people are on their phone, I think is, I think that's leading on. Absolutely. In a way, I, I guess that could be argued. Jimmy Hendrix is still releasing albums beyond the grave. You can't get a simple fucking text back. Exactly. <laughs> Tupac is touring right now, and I can't get a fucking text back. Even though you read that shit, you can't even acknowledge it with a no. I, I would take a no over a fucking red receipt, personally. Just fucking put me down, put me out of my misery like Shiloh, and just fucking take me out back and shoot me, rather than fucking pretending that you fucking didn't read it when the technology allows us to know that you, in fact, did acknowledge that message. It's a win-win. You wouldn't be considered flaky anymore, either. I don't think they killed Yeah. I don't think they killed Shiloh at the end of Shiloh, though. <laughs> no? Did they not? <laughs> no. Is that Old Geller? That's like, yeah, that's what oh, they Oh, fuck. All right, so we got the dog Same reference shit. wrong. But you know what <laughs> I mean. You got the idea. Wait, Shiloh did die. There's like three Shilohs following. No, the Shiloh's real Shiloh that we ran in elementary school. There's Shiloh's yeah. friends. That's Air Bud. Yeah. That's the Air Bud. That's the basketball dog. <laughs> Shiloh, the Shiloh fucking pet cemetery. I don't think that's a real one. They never they, killed Shiloh. They never killed Shiloh. At least not in the first book. Maybe it's a corrupt. It's a it's a conspiracy theory. Yeah, corrupt business. Like it was false hope. See, again, it's still in the realms of flakiness because Hollywood was flaky, leading us on also to believe that Shiloh was fucking either a dead or b alive. I think, I think it's all bullshit. I think people have to acknowledge people. If you like somebody and you're afraid for whatever reason to be in a relationship or to answer back or acknowledge even, I think that's a character flaw personally. Um, if it's going to go to shit, it's going to go to shit regardless. So why not try it? You never know if something could go a fucking certain way. It could be a life-changing experience that this person, she or he or friend, it doesn't even have to be a, a, a love relationship, it could be a friendship, it could be a, a, mus a musical connection or relationship, or it could be going out to eat with friends, it could be anything. You never know what's going to happen that day, good or bad. So why not just take the chance and go with it? It's my fucking point of view. I concur 1,000. Because how many, like, we went, we went to a bar yesterday with the intentions of having one drink and had a ton of drinks. Turned to many. <laughs> Turned to many. Not on our dime either. So that was fucking awesome. We had a great time. Shiloh does not die. Shiloh does not series. die. All right, so hold on. Just letting you know. Hold on. Shiloh does not die in the series. He's perhaps confused with the actual dog filmed in the movies, which did die. But the character did not die. So... Basically, the book in the book he dies. Then no, does he ever die? Does no. Shiloh ever die? Shiloh like does not ever thing. die. So I remember Shiloh dying. Perhaps you're confusing it with, with where the red yellow? fern goes, grows. I don't. I didn't read where that. The red fern goes. I don't. Where the red fern grows. I don't think dies I... in that one. Oh, no, that's some deep shit. <laughs> that's some deep shit. <laughs> but. That guy he didn't even he didn't even want anything from us last night going to the park. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't he ask for his conversation. Name. He wanted to laugh. He was he was ignoring his daughter though. So his daughter was, I guess, texting him and calling him over and over and over and he kind of blew her off. Which is a little weird to me because I, I don't know the circumstances. I think it could be anything, but you don't you don't do that to people. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was, he was talking about... <laughs> I didn't Hold on. I just want to no point out that Chris has a pocket mirror on his phone. Whoa! So he can look at himself. I'm a fucking... <laughs> <laughs> He's got me there. So it's a beauty thing, I guess. I have a comb. It's, That's it's, as far as I go. So. <laughs> it's it. I just got it. I'm an ugly motherfucker. 
So Chris just pops. Cause he has this really fat case on his phone with a with a pocket mirror attached. Well, to you're it. supposed to be able to put your cards. It's like a wallet. I'm gonna assume it's an emergency mirror in case you're stranded on an island and you need to flash <laughs> down planes. It's like a World War Two. <laughs> Check it. Yeah, or like you, you know, never know when you need. Yeah, you, I guess you never know when you need a mirror. But it's supposed to be a wallet, but it has nothing in it. So I I'm pointing out it is around. completely empty. No ID, no card. Which I think putting all your shit on your phone or in your phone is a mistake because if you lose your phone, you lose your wallet, you lose your card, you lose your mirror. <laughs> which is fucking key. <laughs> but who knows? I also have multiple identifications I can stick one in there. Multiple identifications. One in there. This is schizophrenia at its best. Yeah. <laughs> multiple. Within the realm of flakiness, schizophrenia. Schizophrenia. Could so, be a thing that leads to flakiness. I guess me giving people the benefit of the doubt, sometimes being left on red, I'm going to assume that they're busy or, I don't know, maybe assumption is the mother of all fuck-ups, somebody once told me. So maybe they just don't give a shit. And you want them to, and that's why being left on red is so meme fucking worthy. Sometimes you expect things, you know, that you would expect from yourself or yourself well, to do. Well, I think that's part right. of the problem we with relationships. I think that's part of the problem with relationships. Is we try to assume that people are going to be as we are, you know on time or thoughtful or actually like give a shit enough to answer I would never leave a girl on red because I'm gonna acknowledge whatever the fuck the text is I personally I think that's a fucking respect thing for me like if, if I read your message I'm gonna answer whether it's a yes or a no and Julio's guilty of it he'll just stop texting back instead of saying no <laughs> and that is true 100 percent he does that shit he does that shit a lot when he gets in his grooves we'll call him where <laughs> he'll just stop acknowledging anything or anybody <laughs> instead of just saying no i don't want to grab a beer he'll just not answer you i'm getting better at that though <laughs> I, I don't know i guess it's the same as the, the flaky thing did you know he read it? We have him uh, among us. We have among one us the flakies. One of the flakies. Fl- <laughs> one of the flakies. <laughs> We're gonna call flaky fucks. You'll see. I, but I have this group of three. But I guess I'm the devil's advocate. <laughs> but to my point, is you don't know what the person's going through at the time when they receive the message. You don't know if they're busy, so you can't assume that they're just blatantly ignoring you for no reason, which is why he's still here. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, people do have their own fucking lives, I think. So it's going to be okay if they're not there. We always come back. Always. We always, uh, I mean, I mean, nine years go by. <laughs> yeah. So for those who don't know Julio, you guys don't know any of us for that fucking matter. But Julio um, did a little bit, of, uh, little bit of Air Force action in Iraq. And he left and came back and kind of disappeared for a couple years. 120 tablets here. Maybe I can take them off. And, uh, <laughs> <Once>. <laughs> absolutely. He, 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 I guess, personally shut himself out of the world. So he wasn't shutting people out personally, I don't think. I think it was more for him than for the specific people. Even though, you know, the perception is that he was telling everybody to go fuck off. Um, so again, you can't be, no, it's true, you can't be mad at the person because it wasn't about you, it's, and I think that's part of it, people are fucking so selfish that they think that everything is about them, and about, they take it like you're telling them to go fuck off by not responding or hanging out, where, when in reality it's not even, it has nothing to do with you. You're out of the band. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that, I think, I think, I think that's a problem. After these messages. <laughs> so, what do you think? Ah. Why did you I do it? Why uh, did you do it? You know, open fucking. I wanted to tell him to fuck off, actually. <laughs> I'm not gonna Why? No. As a reset? 
to Absolutely. how shitty things were. Not, I wouldn't even say, well, yeah, you could argue for how shitty things were. And then this comes a point, I think in everyone's life, that you're just like, want to start over again. It's like, I'm on a clean slate. I'm going to do this. I'm going to fucking get you. I'm going to work on me. And fucking, and I can't be good to anyone, friends, family, lovers, whoever the fuck, unless I'm cool. And I'm going to try and work on me. And that's what, honestly, that shit was. The cool thing. Literally. Hold on, I got a phone call. After these messages. Yeah, after these messages. Hello? Yeah. Yeah. And we're back. Perfect. So. (laughs) Yeah, a little flakiness. (laughs) A little flaky software issue there. And I had to go get the dog that escaped, but we don't want to talk about that. Um, (laughs) Alright, so what were we talking about? We were talking about the reset. Oh, the reset. Yeah, so Julio's Julio's cocoon period. So, I personally took it to heart. Everyone has a cocoon period. I guess. You're like, oh, I look like But is it right? It's my point. You know, I don't think you have to really... What, what was the execution and the outcome what you expected it to be? No. I don't think it ever is unless you genuinely... Unless like you say, you start out the right way. The execution has to be right and you have to follow through. Because no I ain't get really, shit out of it. No one really ever really emerges from their cocoon period butterfly. They always start their cocoon period and they never... Tensions. They never transform. But what about ending up at the same point in which you began in the first place? Is that a kick in the ass? Or were there actual changes that you think were worth it? We're getting into some deep Yeah, there were some changes, <laughs> I would definitely say. For the so best. then, because then, then, the, then in the same token, you know, well, putting it, well, not even the same token, putting it that way, Call it the coon period. The coon period. Not racist, by the way, guys. The coon period. Everyone needs a coon. But, uh. You whip their coon into shape. Like the music shit. Fucking. Okay. We recorded, like. And again, this was fucking. We're talking, like, what, nine years, was it? So, fucking. It was about six years. This wasn't until literally the last two, maybe last year. Of that period, it took that fucking long for me to like, you know, something's got to come out of this. Why the fuck did I do what I just did? You know, because it wasn't. It was fucking literally everybody. Like, I had a fucking beard. I was. I would not go out. I'll go for a walk maybe around the street. Mm-hmm. How we met again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking, and that was it. Just like fucking. It was nothing fucking fancy. No, nothing Tibetan monk about it. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> wasn't meditating. But were you expecting some sort of? But I was expecting. What was the result of some shit like that? Like fucking, that I was gonna. I was expecting to get the results that you would get from going into. Because I got exile. out of the military. Yeah, when you do that, you know you fucking. One person goes to jail. One person goes to the military. Does anything. No. Travels the fuck away. They'll, they'll get in shape. They'll study. They'll do shit for themselves. But then again, it's not by themselves. You're meeting people. You're in. You know. You're. Mm-hmm. You're not doing that shit alone. I was expecting to do that shit on my own. On my own fucking terms. You know. So, would you say that you? You have to be in the right mind frame. For Became a different person because of it? Or just grew on the person that you already were? The latter, definitely. Definitely the latter. So what What positive came from this? Finding yourself in a way of just like... There's a come a, there comes a point where you realize, I don't fucked up. <laughs> like... The what was I fucking thinking? Shit. But then, you know, it kind of like, it forces you to mature in some ways, I guess. I Me, mean, in my case, it, it was like, oh, you didn't have to do that. Mm. That was fucking crazy. You know, you learn kind of thing. Now, would you say that 
as humans, we're always trying to get that. No oh, matter yeah. how far we get or how successful we get, we're still trying to get the next best thing. Yeah. Go in the crew to get the food. Yeah. Basically. Because, for example, you take a, a musician and you or any other musician, and they always come to time where they come out with a shitty album. Right. Or an album that's really not them. And then they... I, I feel like they have to redeem themselves. But sometimes they, they can't. Oh, so yeah. they just keep coming out with shit. And they're just lost in this cycle of trying to be what they used to be without actually ever achieving right. the greatness that they've already had. It's like, and they're overthinking it. Correct. That, that could be another thing. Or over, like, you over, are who you are. You don't have to fucking try to sound or be that person. You are that person. It should, it should be the easiest thing in the world. Correct. Which, in a way, is what I think not in their control. Because they have these record labels on what to do. They have these tours and managers and promoters telling them how to play, how loud to play. Yeah, and and the now, outside world now, now you can't to conform. you can't be rock and roll and do whatever the fuck you want because then oh. you're on fucking Twitter like Marilyn Manson right now after his New York meltdown this right. weekend where people are just Kinda still talking about it two days later and it's still trending where the, you know his dad just died right. and it's not about the music it's about him personally and he you know did that show maybe he shouldn't have done the show. I don't think, if he was in a bad state. And he left people, you know, upset because they paid all this money, or they went to see him, or they waited to see him, and they like him, and then he <laughs> left He left after five songs, I think I heard. Jeez. And, and then he fucking walked off stage, and he was a asking people to tell him that they love him. <laughs> but he can't win them all. He can't win them all, yeah. I guess, yeah. No, but... but Coming but, from a man. No, <laughs> that's so, no, no, so, something well, that so Chris, shows over. Chris had a meltdown <laughs> moment. Not too long ago, we called the we called the show's over moment where he lost his fucking mind, and uh, so he can he can actually explain it. Explain it, yeah. I would like to hear his fucking version. So I'm gonna give him the mic. Well, I don't know. Sometimes you just be real, be real. Yes. What was going through your mind that you said it was? Just There's all these people here, or lack of people actually. It's a moment of obscure blankness. Obscure. I guess people would call it clarity. Because mm. like, it's like it's pure. You are, it is pure. There is no thinking. It, like, you are I'm ultimately one with yourself. You're not thinking about what you're doing. You're just doing. You're just reacting to every tiny situation without thought. Isn't that freedom? That yeah, is. So it's like, it's not a bad thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's seen as a bad thing. That's true. I think people see it as a negative. Maybe the people that are on the outside looking in rather than than you experiencing that. Yeah. We'll call it a, uh, we'll call it a, uh, a moment. A moment of clarity. A moment of clarity. <laughs> so maybe it's great when musicians freak out. I was just going to say. I think it's like a fucking reset button when musicians... When musicians lose their shit, who cares if you're famous or not? Rock and roll is freedom. I think I think you know you expressing yourself, and I think being on the stage has something to do with it. I think being having that platform literally is makes it easier to get to that point. Would you say? Would you I have guess. Would you have lost your shit and had that moment had it been at home or? It's with possible. family or in a living room. It's possible, but I'm, I'm more inclined to say no. So, would you say actors, musicians, performers have it easier? Not really, because anyone can do that, really. Would you... Yeah, but what about... Work in an office. Yeah, let's say you work in an office and that happens. You'll get fired, so you... You will not do that because you, let's say you have kids or you have bills to pay or all this, you're confined to that job. You will not freak out at that job unless you have fuck you money. Yeah, that's, that's true. So 
could could you say that you're more? I don't want to say free. I don't know what the word is. Would you say you're more? Liberty. Yeah, at liberty to do so as a performer. Yeah, I suppose so. Do you have more to lose though? It's kind of again. It's kind of sort of apples and oranges. If you're a new band, maybe. But then again, if you get known for that shit, Motley Crue, you know, exactly. Like, hey, yeah, so you know, it's so yeah, it's like, like like Axl Rose is expected to freak out exactly. and lose his shit. So would you say that it's part of the performance? Is eventually once in a while losing Except your fucking mind and going the fuck off on somebody <laughs> or yourself expected. or your bandmates? And then you bring an interesting, you know, point because we don't, we, you know. We never fucking, we're not seen as that kind of, or weren't, we're working in a fucking restaurant, you know, playing Christmas songs <laughs> to families, and the last thing you expect is that some shit like that from us, kind of thing. Correct, but let's, let's take the, let's take the scene out of it. You are, you're, you're acting as a musician, so it doesn't matter if you're playing at a restaurant or at a... A venue or a private event, you're still performing as your self. So you would have more to lose at a restaurant. For example, you gotta get the cops called on you, right? Or you can get you know beat up by a bouncer. But, but at the chance, but it, is it worth yeah. it? The chances of theater in Poughkeepsie, by the way. But I think everybody should lose their mind once in a while, clear it out. Gets it off yeah. I think I think it's a great thing. You know, I think a lot of people. Otherwise, you end up shooting up schools. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, like, game. a lot of people have pent up anger that they don't know how to maybe express, and then they do stupider shit that actually hurts other people instead of just themselves. If you want to hurt yourself and be an asshole and lose a, a contract or a gig or an opportunity, and you, you're doing that solely to yourself or your man, that's I think is okay as opposed to keeping that shit bottled in and then losing your fucking mind and hurting other people. You know, there, there is ways I'm not telling everybody to go get therapy, but there is ways to, I guess, reset yourself. I think telling somebody to go fuck off once in a while is a good thing too. I think people deserve it. Every dog has his day too. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so we have Lucy here. She's a little fucking crazy dog. She's chilling. Muscle bound. Yeah, muscle. She's a little. She's crazy. She's just. We're not, it's not a studio. We're in a fucking basement. Recording and shit. The unlimited studio. For now. This is the. Yeah, this is the original studio of. of, of and one day we will cocoon. Coon. Into. Yeah. So we're, record, butterfly we're recording in some bullshit mics on a bullshit fucking mixer. Two, three days after Valentine's Day. Three days after, yeah. <laughs> the saddest weekend I heard. Suicidal. Apparently, yeah. Highest suicidal rate weekend, apparently, according to... One kid even shot up at somebody, somebody at work. Yeah. So we won't get into the, the, the school shooting, which... I very much want to veer in that uh, direction. <laughs> It's rumored that it was Valentine's Day related. I'm sure maybe you got turned down one too many times. I, I believe that. You know, you know, you're 19, you get turned down, you know, you're sort of yeah, trying to get laid. I don't think, you know, <laughs> like again, he could have he could have done so many different things. You know, could have beat his cat. He, yeah, yeah. Could, you know, and, and who dog, knows yeah. how, and, dog, you know, who knows what's real and what's not with that guy. There's a lot of bullshit fake pages online and conspiracies and black flag that word comes up a lot and we don't know what, what he was thinking does it make it right we no. don't know it was the CIA though yeah right <laughs> you know white. but like so to hit to the to the point of losing your fucking shit and going off and resetting yourself he is now he reset himself he reset oh, himself <laughs> for a long time in jail he's not gonna be around for a long time you know, he's going to get all fucked up in jail. Um, and, and, you know, that's a d does it make it right? I don't think so. <laughs> does, does he 
Could he have gone a different way about it? Probably. Did he? Absolutely not. Doesn't make it wrong. Doesn't make it right. It's just, I think people have to be true to themselves. She agrees. Yeah, she agrees. See, we got the bark of agreement. But, let's talk about something else. That, that, we got real fucking movie real quick. Pretty dark, yeah. We went to a dark, dark place. But we friends are probably flaky. Yeah, his yep. friends are probably but, yeah. And so <laughs> because we have no, the most yeah. flaky so, president on the fucking no, 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 no. <laughs> no, We will not no. bring up politics today. <laughs> politics are out of the question. Fuck no, this politics. is just pure comedy. He's yeah, not, he, he has nothing nope. to do with politics. Nope. We have so, the most unpolitical president. <laughs> so <fucking> that <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so He's, the king will be the king. SNL for many years to come. <laughs> Trying to play some music here in the background. I don't. I don't know. I think that people today are so caught up in other bullshit that they forget to be. They forget to be. True to themselves, or or just real with other people. They they make excuses. They avoid. They put down. They put down. They they shut out. And I don't think that's how it used to be. I don't know if it's the attention or lack of attention, or it's hard to attention weird. It's hard to pinpoint why people do what they do nowadays. I think it's just fucking bullshit social media. I mean, we love it. We're all slaves to it. Right. We love, we, you know, we'd rather see what somebody's doing on Instagram than ask what they're doing <laughs> or be part of that moment. You know, we'd rather see the videos afterwards than be in that show or concert or gig or dinner or bar or graduation or... You know, people post videos of their kids graduating and walking down just so other people can click on it and watch instead of actually being there. I think I think we lost some tradition. I think it's kind of lame. Like, sad. I like being in person fucking doing sad. things. And, you know, it's kind of ironic we're recording this fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> To put it on iTunes for fucking somebody to hopefully fucking listen to it's on their phone while they're ignoring their significant other or whatever. Perhaps. Perhaps. Maybe they'll, they'll get something be, out of yeah, it, Yeah, they'll be more aware. Maybe, maybe this is going to be, in a way, a wake-up call. <laughs> and, and a lot of people are trying to do it, but I think getting different points of views is important. I think that's why we have conversations with different people at bars or family members or dinners and that, that, you know, like the Thanksgiving arguments are just that. It's revelations of how people perceive the world or how we think of something is one way versus a different point of view from a family member. And I think that having those arguments at holidays and those discussions or conversations, they don't have to be arguments. I think it's healthy. Because yeah. it kind of wakes you up to what the people around you that you may not see every day are experiencing. Especially in this fucking shithole fucking world. And town. And, and, and <laughs> town, yeah. So, For those of you who don't know, yeah. Newburgh is four miles long. Newburgh, New York. <laughs> the weirdest little town. <laughs> slash city, slash... I don't know what you can call it. Washington's headquarters. Yeah. My ass. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. One giant flake. Yep. In the. So we're gonna go. So we're gonna look up some facts about Newburgh, in case you guys don't know what we're talking about. Once a gorgeous town. Yeah, it was a beautiful town. <laughs> Newburgh city located in Orange County, New York, United States, 60 miles north of New York City, 90 miles south of Walton, on the Hudson River, 
Newburgh is part of the New York CSA. I'm not sure what the CSA means, but that's what it's called. <laughs> but you know, there's 10 best things to do in Newburgh. Well, here we go. <laughs> that's a lie. Well, here we go. The New York Times is on the first page of Google where gang violence reigns. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, hold on, that's one thing about Newburgh. It has a bad rap about being a violent and dangerous and, you know, drive down the street with your windows locked. Just look up Newburgh, New York crime. That's a lot, that's a load of bullshit, because there are a lot of good people in the area. Ten most dangerous cities in America. Yeah, exactly. According to some bullshit fucking... I've never had a problem. I leave my car unlocked for, for, for most places when I'm inside. Population of 29,138. That's it. That's it. Christ's sake, Christ, this alive had 18,000 on that album. <laughs> the once grand American city has been its heart torn out. <laughs> really? <laughs> Whoa. Is this That's deep. Yeah. Crowd history has been undermined by organized crime, drugs, and urban decay. It's real like Trump. Organized crime? Urban decay. I would. I would. I could, I could, I'd give it that. I give Urban Decay yeah. absolutely, but not nothing on like 1970s New York City. Like <laughs> that's funny you say that. The tiny city has a crime epidemic reminiscent of the Bronx of the 70s. Yeah, holding I, hold to the most ambitious gang raids by the FBI ever seen. But I but that's a population ratio difference too because if you have one crime for every hundred. 29,000 people, you said, and you have one crime yes. for every 100 people in the Bronx that has, you know, 300,000 people, then the ratio will be the same. But per capita, it's going to be, of course, it's going to be more violent if you have only 29,000 people. You, you, I don't think you can compare the two. I think that's bullshit. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a fucking census <laughs> person, employee. And that being said, you know, having grown up in the Bronx, not in the 70s, but in the 90s, 90s, you know, when it was on, that shit was on its way out. You know, it fucking, it's all relative. There's bad people fucking everywhere. There's shitty areas yeah. everywhere. So, yeah, so, so like, to, to, to that point, I had, had this little old lady from Cary, Ireland, um, I was talking to, and she was saying Dublin is a cesspool right. of crime and craziness. To which I can and, fucking only imagine. And that's imagine. Ireland. So, you know, yes, you know, Ireland has this reputation for heavy drinking and rowdy hooligans, we'll call them. Rocky to use their words. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not like the crazy IRA periods, of course, but, you know, they do have their, I, I think every city country would have that area because there's money to be made with crime and everybody's going to take opportunity that is a criminal in wherever there's opportunity to take advantage and make some money crime is going down crime is going down according to Chris in America. America. who knows as of 2017 there was only 6 murders 28 rapes 126 robberies 253 assaults. That's not, that's, that's not bad. That's not terrible. That's for 29,000 people. It, it could be, though, for 29,000 people. It could be pretty terrible for 29,000 people. But it has decreased. Because I could see the only fucking crime. 413 violent crimes? But why has it decreased, do you think? Do you think it's... Gentrification. Gentrification on... On a small scale. Very small scale. Crime, I fucking see. On a scale from 1 to <laughs> Think, about that. Think about that. So, all right. So, give me another city compared to all right. the six. Okay. On that scale of one to hundred. Give okay. me Chicago. Give me yeah. Give me <laughs> give me Flint or Detroit, Michigan. All right. Detroit, Michigan, USA. Let's see how we go. Going down here. As comparison. Detroit's number two out of 100. Oh, 
So okay. it's a bit. It's wow. a bit more. All right, what about LA? Worse. Look up LA County. Let's see LA. There we go. Or LA City, or however they. I've heard. I've heard it referred to as LA County. They also have police forces that. No, not the troops, but. Yeah. Way more paid. Way more. <laughs> way more. Los Angeles. Let's see how they right. You could also argue the police is on the crime side. LA is a 16. Both. See, LA. So, LA County with a higher population is is lower or higher on the crime index. No, no, no. Compared to, to 100 is safest. Correct. So, it's safer. Safer. So, so, Los Angeles County is safer than Newburgh, according to what source? What do you, what do you have there? Let's Who's see. the source? The neighborhood scout. The neighborhood scout. That sounds official. Yep. That sounds. Oh, I was gonna say. That sounds official. I wouldn't work. I want to fucking scout. be a neighborhood scout. I, I want to know how they get this information. It's first totally of all. credible. It's oh, it's completely credible. Neighborhood According scout to the like a fucking guy looking out the window. According to the internet, it's basically just so it's someone just, looking out the window and typing it up. On number of crimes committed on public record versus the population. Okay, so it's, a, ra- it's a ratio of public record crimes. Yes. Versus population. And, okay. that, and that's how they come up with the numbers. Yeah. Okay. So so that can be easily calculated by anybody at home if you look up the census numbers and police reports for said crimes. Now, what about the crime that goes unreported? Would that change that index? Probably. I think it would. What, think is there more unreported, unreported crimes in New, York City. in New York City or L.A. than in Newburgh? That's true. You know goddamn well. Man. And you know <laughs> there's some... That population... How many, how many people get victimized that don't say something? So, uh, for example, you said there was 28 rapes in Newburgh. Harvey Weinstein raped more than 28 actresses in LA County, <laughs> for damn sure. So that would that would just disturb that ratio just with one single but we're talking person. person. Talking numbers. Don't sue me for defamation. This is a joke. Harvey Weinstein, <laughs> if you're listening, or if you ever listen to this. We're just talking numbers, We're though. Just, yeah, I guess. So these are just credible numbers, not... Yeah. In, the neighborhood ones. Yeah, scout, scout. <laughs> neighborhood scout. <laughs> neighborhood scout. Neighborhood scout. So, all right, so look up a safe city. Look up somewhere that's 100 on that index. Um, that's look the, up a... Uh, Milwaukee. Look up Malibu, <laughs> California. Malibu. Yeah, look up Malibu. Let's see what Malibu comes up. I say it's in the mid-30s. Does blue collar crime what work into this, or is it just I'm sure it's crimes just against crime. people, not entities or numbers? They're number fourteen. Number fourteen. Look at that. L.A. is safer so than LA, Malibu. LA, LA, okay. So, but but based on population. Based on yes. So that's okay. Population. So there's more crime in L.A., but based on the population, it's it's safer than Malibu because there's less people in Malibu. So if you murdered one person in a population of 10,000 or... But it's all relative. relative. It is. So, you know, you can't really okay, say Okay, so can, do they have a list of what is a safer... I need something above the 50s. Let's see what the 50... Above the 50 crime So safer, the higher the number, the safer the yeah. city. So let's see if we can find something. This is interesting. This is, this is hilarious. Fucking scout.com. <laughs> Probably making counts right now. Yeah, they're. I want to be a scout. For yeah, I want to be. A, how do you get a job at scout.com? Like, do they have an office? Do you, are you mobile? Is it one guy at home? Like, on just on a laptop, in, in just bed, crunching numbers. Oh, so some drinking guy Mountain Dew and flaming hot Cheetos. So a black dude running up the street. Yeah, I saw yep. a crime. Yep, he's, <laughs> he's racist as hell. He's just angry at, at life. Pumping out these numbers on this super official scout website. We're looking. As we're looking. We're looking. Um, can you name some uh, black superheroes in light of Black Panther being the Yeah, so we got a little joke here that we heard from Corilla was here. Or the slut whisperer. We're asking you, Chris. So. Name some black superheroes. Black superheroes. Just for Marvel. Luke Cage, Blade, Brother Voodoo. Obviously, Black Panther, you know. Yeah. But, you know, what you about got cable, not cable, no. fish over. 
Hold on. Storm. What about Colonel Sanders? <laughs> He's a true hero. <laughs> See, getting a little dark. Here. So, <laughs> so where there, that was, uh, you know, racism is not condoned, but you know, this is a this is a comedy show, so we like to make jokes. I heard that from a very funny uh, party promoter, I guess was called slash photographer. Everyone says a little, has a little Everybody's racist. Everybody. You know what? If it's towards whites or Hispanics or blacks, I think everybody will quietly be racist. Is it really racism if it's a joke? Or is it racism when you're being discriminatory? Or is a joke discriminatory in itself? This is coming from But what if you Hispanics, don't mean it? You know, yeah, yeah. We're, by the way, we're all Hispanic here. So we've all experienced our own personal trashings, whether it's at work or overhearing racist shit, so, you know, we've experienced it enough to be able to talk about it. And if you can't take a fucking joke, turn it off. Don't fucking listen to this shit. You know? And that goes, you know, I overheard this thing where, you know, people say, people say, you know, oh, the African-Americans, or they're, you know, the Hispanic, or Asians, or, you know, Till they're victimized, then it's the N-word, or spick, or chink, or all these hateful things. So I think people are just filtering themselves to not come off as the shitty individuals that most people are. <laughs> because as soon as some shit goes down, the truth comes out. And I think, not to get into politics, there's a certain yellow-haired orange man that has allowed <laughs> a lot of this hatefulness to come out, out loud. And... You know, it, it doesn't make it right. Especially coming from an orangutan. But it's, it just, it's, I think it's good to have some of that out in the air to be able to to clean it up. Because if this closet racist person is a real piece of shit and nobody knows it. And now, politically or on TV or whatever, it comes out that he is a piece of shit. We can now act on it. So I think it's great, you know in the way of the reset button or the freaking out on stage maybe in a way this crazy guy letting all these people express themselves and how shitty they are as human beings gives us an opportunity to clean up whether it's Kevin Spacey getting fucking kicked off of House of Cards which is a, a terribly upsetting because that Absolutely. show is he made that show I yes, he made yeah. mistakes. Yes, he's a piece of shit human. But I think that we're taking entertainment and the actions of these people. You gotta understand, when these people are acting, they're not themselves. They are a character that is that they're hired to be. Right. So, how, you know, the, the House of Cards character that is Kevin Spacey is not Kevin Spacey that, you know, it's Kevin Spacey playing this character. Amazingly, because that show was incredible. Who knows what it's going to do now without him? But I think we're too quick to cancel people's shows or kick people off of tours or kick people off of endorsements because of how they are as a person. I think deep down, everybody's a shitty human being because <laughs> we're all selfish and we all want power and we, we all want to be in control <laughs> and we all want to be fucking doing whatever the fuck we want and we don't think about other people's fucking feelings or the the, the the outcomes of our actions and I think you know to go back to Chris's show's over freak out moment he absolutely destroyed his brother when that happened They to the point where I had to intervene and I was unaware of the situation at the moment, to be totally honest. Uh, I was uh, I was gambling because I'm a degenerate gambler uh, across the street at an off-track betting. I was betting on horses. In his I, defense, he and, was also having a cigarette. And I was having a cigarette. I'm a terrible chain smoker. He was on a break. I was on a break. <laughs> was, you know, I thought it was fine. I left the band singing, and I get a phone call about. 15 minutes 15 later. 15 minutes later, where's Chris? I'm like, what, what do you mean, where's Chris? Chris is supposed to be playing the drums with you. 
And then I find out he lost his fucking mind and freaked out um, during the performance. Um, again, when this happened, Chris was not thinking about how his brother was going to interpret the situation. And he didn't think about what could have happened, which could have been violence or dis dismemberment of the band, we'll call it. Or detainment. Or, yeah, or... <laughs> of all parties. Or detainment, yeah, you know. <laughs> had the police been called, or had somebody tried to fight them, or beat them up, or somebody was offended enough to act on their anger, you know, whether it's a, a, a patron Fine. of the restaurant or whatever, or the bar. Um, but I think that's part of knowing that our actions have consequences. You know, if you drive drunk, you're likely to get a DWI. You are aware of yourself getting in that car. I don't care how drunk you are. You're aware. <laughs> you're getting in that car. You're unlocking the car consciously, you know, and getting in that car and driving. And you have to live with that shit if you get a DWI or a ticket or stopped or a car accident or kill somebody or whatever the situation is you have to live with that because you did that and that's okay I think that there's nothing wrong with that and people need to be held accountable to, to themselves first and then to the law and then to their families but who knows you know you drive like an asshole you can get a ticket you drive like fucking normal you can get out and be okay yeah. A house of cards. Yeah, like Kevin Spacey. He he knew what he was doing. He knew that it could have came out. And he knew that, you know, but to him, I think it was beyond his acting. It was, it was him personally wanting to control somebody sexually or... It's powerful how, shit. However, yeah, it's... That feeling. You know, power is, I think, what we're all after. So imagine on that scale. Millions so, of dollars. Been around. Yeah. And I don't think it has to do with money. I think, I think money is just the, is just gives you the opportunity to be sometimes just in a situation where you can have that power or try to exercise that power. Sometimes your fourteen-year-old co-star just looks fucking good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> you know, the soft, supple skin of a fourteen-year-old is just too much to handle for Kevin Spacey. Even or, Kevin or Spacey. Not, not Kevin Spacey. Or Who's Joe that Cosby. one? No, Charlie Sheen <laughs> with, with Lucas on the seat of, set of Lucas. Right. He, That's some dark Corey Haim. Yeah. No, Corey Haim. <laughs> you apparently sexually fucking... You're kidding me. Yes. During Lucas. Yeah. During no Lucas. No way. Yep. <laughs> oh, He apparently cow. raped him. Jesus. And that was a fucking great flick. Hey, you didn't know. You loved it. Oh you my grew up God. In it. I love that redhead Yeah. Shit. No, I was expecting, right. you, to I was expecting just, you to say her. No, <laughs> no, it was two dudes. My God. Again. But was it? Was he on drugs? Absolutely. Is that an excuse? Is the, are drugs an excuse, or was he just so in? <laughs> was he so in fucking character? Character to who he is. I mean, look at him now. He, he still doesn't give a shit. Tiger blood. He's got tiger AIDS blood. Yep. Yeah, I don't know if he's anymore. anymore. I thought everybody thought he was untouchable. I thought he thought he was untouchable. Good God. But, I don't know. That's going to haunt me the rest of the day now. I think money... Lucas. I think money is... Who's the 80s? I think money is an excuse. <laughs> I think when you have enough money, you can do whatever the fuck you want, or try, or think that you can. can yeah. Which goes to my Lambo theory. So, I have a theory about owning a Lamborghini eventually, where I do it just to be a fucking prick and have this unbelievable car as as a daily driver just to fucking be a prick. That's not for me. That's to be. That's just, I guess, to prove other people that maybe did me dirty or didn't believe in me. To tell them to go fuck off and that I made it without it. So is it is it right? I don't think so. Is it gonna be it's gonna feel good? I think temporarily it'll feel good. I want to do it. I don't think about temporarily actually funny. I think it'll be hilarious. For as long as you have the Lambo. But I think that's what people do with jewelry and watches and 
status, I guess, they just show off to, it's to others, it's to pro- I don't think it's to prove to themselves that they could, I think it's to prove to others that they, that doubted them. And I think that's I think that's what brings the price of these supercars so high, because there's no way that a Lamborghini is worth five hundred thousand dollars. I think that the bullshit that comes along with trying to prove to somebody that you made it is worth five hundred thousand dollars, and then the car just happens to be a symbol, a symbol of that. So I think that that's with houses, that's with cars, that's private planes, that's. Paintings. 14-year-old children. 14-year-old children, <laughs> according to fucking Sp- Kevin Spacey. I think that it has to do with proving to others that you could. And in that, I think you lose yourself. While it's fun, and it's awesome to show off, and some of these, <laughs> some of these uh, tokens of success can be enjoyable, I would love dri- to drive in a Lamborghini. And to be a prick and show off and probably get the most obnoxious color. Am I doing it for me? No, I'm doing it for that person that doubted me. I'm doing it for that person that trying to reset them. That tried to <laughs> fuck me over or that didn't believe in my potential. And I think that I think that, I think the driving force behind it is okay because it will lead to success. The reason may not be. Is always that but the but the outcome I think is going to be positive either way because the outcome will be success financially anyway. Who knows? Maybe it's just bullshit. I think that's why the lotto makes so much money because it gives people that that maybe I I will win all this money without trying or working hard for it. Figure it out. And that's okay. I think that's. I think they capitalize on that. I don't know. I play the lot of I'm guilty. Every week. It's 233 million Powerball, by the way. 233 million New York Powerball, or that's the U.S. Powerball. Who knows? I think the lotto is just like a, just in case I don't make it. And I win, I can still... Show off. Keep going with that reset. And be a prick. Hold on. You have nine minutes, by the way. What? Nine minutes, by the way. Playing. No, we don't. (laughs) We don't have any song playing that's copyrighted. I don't know what he's talking about. By me. There's no copyrighted content on this podcast. Which we don't know what we're going to call it. Let's talk about that. What are we going to call this? This podcast could be... I had a name for when we started. It's got to be something cool. Frows. No, no frows. No frows. (laughs) Frow means means miss. (laughs) Frow 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 podcast. Miss miss podcast. Are we allowed to use the word podcast in the name of the podcast? That would be an Apple thing. We'd have to figure (laughs) it out. Probably not. I'm going to go with no. They probably don't like that. Who knows? Who knows if anybody's going to listen to this? I think someone will. I hope somebody does. Someone that would be fun. We should do live videos if, on Instagram. If also. we change... <laughs> yeah, we should. We, we should make like a profile. If we can help some, one person change their mindset to try to be better... The Are You Listening button. The Are You Listening button. That's probably already out there. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anybody out there? I don't know. I think. I think... I, I think perspective is important. I think that's why we have these crazy conversations at the bars and these wild conversations during car trips and just to try to get somebody else's point of view. Whether we listen to it or not, I think it's fucking very, very seldom because I think we're stuck in this cycle of being shitty to ourselves. The coon. Yeah, the cocoon. Not the cocoon, cocoon, cocoon. but the coon. Not a racist term, by the way. It's Absolutely short not. for cocoon. Cocoon sign. If you take it as a racist thing, you turn it short off. I don't cocoon care. It's not racist. Cocoon. I don't know. Who knows? But I think this is. I think we're going to wrap it up. I think cool. this I'm is going to complete the fucking in podcast. In conclusion, that's in why conclusion. people are flaky. 
Yeah, so flaky. <laughs> Word of the day was flaky. What is flakiness to so you? So flakiness, yeah. What is flakiness to you? I don't even know if you can comment on podcasts. I'm not going to put this on YouTube for sure. SoundCloud. But maybe. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out. But we'll, we're going to figure out a name and we'll put it on the titles. And hopefully by the time you listen to this, you'll already know the title because it'll be posted with the title. This is the sexy coalition. So it's like future past tense. Who knows? Alberto and Chris. Yeah, that was on two mics with Chris's goodbye. <laughs> Farewell, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see how this fucking turns out. <laughs>